Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Teacher Let Your Light Shine, where we are helping teachers, parents, and anyone who is passionate about transforming education, providing families and children with alternatives to the traditional public or private school model, allowing our students the opportunities to grow in their faith and their passions and their strengths. We are at a time in this world where we have so much power and creativity and resources to help us literally start schools from our living room, friends, from our backyard, from our parks, from our libraries, in a building or a schoolhouse, one room schoolhouse, a little house, whatever you see deemed necessary to get your creativity out into the world and start uplifting and molding the minds of our sweet future generation. Today, I'm going to help you in answering a very important question that I receive many times from many teachers and parents that I work with in creating their micro schools. They will often ask, should I open my school and support virtual school students where they are actually receiving virtual instruction and then they come to my school for my support? Or should I open up my school and serve students who are receiving direct instruction from their family? So if they're a homeschool student, but they only come to you part-time, we're going to talk about that. And then I also get a very heavy question about offering services to students who are homeschooled and visit a homeschool co-op. I have a personal experience with this that I'm excited to share So grab your notebook, friends. We're going to get into three types of categories that I really want to help you out with, and I pray that this blesses you today. Let's do it. Welcome, teacher, to the Let Your Light Shine podcast. If you're searching for the freedom and permission to design the life you love as a teacher, you're in the right place. I'm on a mission to help teachers just like you build their own dream school or homeschooling business. In this present day, the world needs you, teacher friend, to step out in faith and give students an education they love and so deserve. In this podcast, I will teach you how to start a fulfilling and profitable homeschooling business that lights you up. I'm Mackenzie Oliver, former elementary teacher and instructional coach, gone homeschool teacher and business builder. I'm here to empower you to step outside the classroom and choose the experiences, the curriculum, and all the moments that put a smile on your face and your students. Does it seem like a dream? Well, it did to me until God opened the doors and made it reality. Together, we are breaking through fears and moving the crowd. So get out your notebook, sharpen your pencil. It's time to get your teach on. All right, here we go. I want to first start this episode with giving a big thank you to Jude and Flynn for the five-star podcast review for Teacher Let Your Light Shine. Jude and Flynn say, thank you for empowering and inspiring teachers to be rooted in a foundation of faith and expand their impacts. You are doing amazing things and changing generations. See, I almost got choked up by reading that. I literally almost got choked up. Amazing things and changing generations. Praise God. Yes. Thank you, Father, that we have the opportunity not 
me alone. So many of us parents and teachers have the ability to mold and shape and change our future generations for the better. And it starts with how we educate, love, and train our children to grow up to be. Thank you, Jude and Flynn, for leaving that podcast review. And for any of you who have left a podcast review, I am so grateful. I cannot even tell you how important it is for me to be able to give this information to you all and for it to come back full circle to hear that it's important to you and that it is helping you and your family members or your friends. I'm so grateful. And I also want to say that if you have not left a review and you feel inspired to, if these podcasts are touching you, please leave a podcast review. I am so grateful. I would love to read your review on the air. I'd love for you to join our Facebook group. Our Facebook group name has changed to start your micro school or homeschooling business. And then it's tagged at the end, teacher, let your light shine podcast. And we abbreviated it T-L-Y-L-S podcast. So if you would not mind to leave a review for the teacher, let your light shine podcast, we always try to include those who've left a review And did you know that when you leave a review, it helps the Teacher Let Your Light Shine podcast get seen in other countries and helps anyone who is searching for educational options to be inspired by the podcast. So thank you so much for leaving a review. I know it's kind of crazy that just by leaving a review, it's able to be pushed out to other people. And yes, it's true. Podcast platforms, they work on an algorithm as well. And the only way to get your algorithm to get to more people is when people leave reviews. So thank you so much for taking the time to do that. All right, let's begin by starting with the question, should I open my school to support virtual school students? And instead of actually asking the question, should I? Let's rephrase that to, could I? And if I could, how could that look. We will also go into the advantages of doing so. So let's say a parent calls your micro school, your business, and they ask you, could you please support my student who is attending ABC virtual school and allow for my child to attend your micro school as well? Well, an important question to ask yourself is, at what capacity would those parents like for you to support their child? Now, if you're a certified teacher having a micro school or you have a certified teacher at your micro school, you could very well have that teacher or yourself tutor that child if it comes to helping with their academic path through virtual school. However, that may not be what the parent is asking you for. The parent may be wanting to continue supporting their child through the virtual school process, but sending their child to you for the enrichment, the socialization, and the fight against isolation. So a very important part of this conversation should be uh, what capacity they would like for you to help their child with. Now, if the parent comes back and says that they would like for you to help them with their virtual school path, I would definitely think very honestly, considering whether or not this would be a viable option for what you intend to have your school set up for. Are you going to be able to look at another curriculum, another model, another learning path and be able to support this child, this family? Do you have the capacity to do so? If not, you would have to choose a different time or day where you would help this child specifically tutoring. Now, in addition, 
you could give the parent the option of allowing their child to come to you for a specific day or time where you are allowing these options to be available for enrichment, learning, and socialization. This is very beneficial to families who are traveling. There is a new type of homeschooling that's happening called road schooling, where there are families who have their children enrolled in virtual school and they are traveling back and forth. Maybe the family has a location in another city or another state. For an example, I have a student just like that where they come here part-time and they go to their parent to their other parent's house two weeks out of the month. So there are families out there who need a consistent education model, so they may choose virtual schooling, but they also want their children to be socialized and they want them to have hands-on experience. They want them to have a face-to-face teacher, and that is where you can come in. Now, again, like I said, you will definitely want to make sure that you ask the parents what their desire is for sending their child to you who is in virtual school and whether or not you have the capacity to take that on. But if you structure your day, I want you to really start thinking about how you can structure your day with full-time students, if you're going to do a full-time model, where you can also have students who are virtual schooling or homeschooling join you part of the time. And this actually brings me into the next section, which is about parents who still want to homeschool and provide that family culture, the one-on-one direct instruction for their child, but they do not want to send their children somewhere full-time, not even four days a week, not even three days a week, not even two days, maybe just one day, maybe a couple of half days. How can you structure your business to where you accommodate those families who are providing the direct instruction? So in a sense, you're not having the student here for two days homeschooling them and then they go home for the next three days and then their parents are homeschooling and then you come back. We're not talking about that type of a model. Talking about a model where you can open your doors to families who want to give the direct instruction to their child yet send their child to you either for tutoring or for educational enrichment. And this is a business model that is great for parents and for teachers because you're still set up as if you're a parent, you're still set up as a co-op type of business model. If you're a teacher, you can set this up as a tutoring type of business or an enrichment center as well. This works great for students who are full-time or part-time, but I definitely want to share an experience with you. My first year, I had many families call me and ask if I would take their child part-time. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. Looking back, I'm okay that I said the answer of no, but now knowing what I, the experience that I have, the opportunities that I missed out on, I could have absolutely said yes but I didn't have the foundation in place. I was trying to build a business out of a crisis. That's really what happened to all of us during this time. We began homeschooling out of a crisis. We began virtual schooling out of a crisis. We began building businesses out of a crisis. And so I knew that I needed to maintain integrity and I needed to make sure that I was able to service families in a way that still felt balanced and aligned with our mission at Lighthouse Learning. Now, I also want to include this. 
There were many parents who were asking me if their child could come part-time because they, too, were trying to figure out what would be best for their family. They wanted their child to come to a location a couple days a week, but they did not want them to go to a public school. They did not want them to be in virtual school. And I knew that if I opened my doors up to students part-time, I have a limited space in my home. So if I open the doors up to students part-time, that would potentially close the door to students who I needed to come full-time. So I was also thinking with a profit perspective, let's say at that time I had seven students. Oh my goodness, if two of them are full-time and the rest of them are just come part-time, I needed to make sure that I was able to hit my revenue goal so that I could provide for my family. So that's a very important piece of information that you cannot leave out. Whenever you are thinking about whether or not you're going to offer services full-time or part-time and to your targeted market group, you have to keep your numbers in mind on how much of a revenue you need to make to provide for your family. You have to pay yourself first. It's most important. You cannot pay your bills. You cannot pay other employees without paying yourself First, you have to make sure that you can provide for your basic needs and for all that you need for your family. There are families who want a hybrid model. They want face-to-face with other teachers, with other students, and yet they still want to provide that instruction themselves. So be thinking about how you can structure your business to offer more of an opportunity for those families to come on to the scene with you. You can become a little bit of a hybrid model where you have full-time, you offer services for virtual students, homeschooled students, and you can create parent partnerships through this. So many parents may want to come and volunteer if they know that their child could come at a discounted rate in the afternoons or once or twice a week. And then you've created a partnership where you can also have more hands on deck for your business. Now, the last type of market group that you could provide your services to are the already established homeschool co-ops. Now, let me give you a little bit of an example of what this could look like. This could be the learning pod or the pocket down the street that meets every Friday for a learning co-op. And you could advertise to those co-ops that you too market your services and tell them what you offer, your value, your times, your days. But then there is another homeschooling group that's actually an established, almost like a private type of group. For an example, in the state of Florida, we have several of these types of private homeschools where students are registered with this non-for-profit or private school. The school itself provides all of the academic instruction on Monday. And then the students go home with a plan of all their assignments, all of their learning goals, all of their tests, their rubrics, all of the information for the parent to homeschool their child, this private organization provides that for the parent. So let me explain that again. This type of non-for-profit or private school is already established as almost as a homeschool co-op, but they function a little bit differently. 
They provide all of the academic instruction one day or two days a week, and then they provide the parents with the ongoing lesson plans, activities, experiments, resources, so the parent can homeschool at home, following their model, following their curriculum, following their guidelines. And then parents can also sign their child up for once once or twice a week to go to enrichment activities, but it is a higher cost. Now, this episode is not about you creating your model like that. This episode is predominantly speaking to you in an effort to see if you can partner up with that homeschool co-op organization. That is exactly what happened with me this past year. I sent a parent partnership letter to the homeschool co-op or homeschool non-for-profit. I'm not even for sure if They're called a non-for-profit or private school, but they are a homeschool, co-op, private school, non-for-profit, something of that nature. And I sent a parent partnership letter to them and said, listen, I know that, and I said it very professional. I didn't just say, hey, listen up, but I said it very professional. I would love to join forces with you. I know that you have many families who are enrolled in your school and they still want to take on the ownership of teaching their children, but they also need your help in providing the resources. I would love to partner with any of your families who need additional support while their child is at home working with them. So the way that that look ended up looking was I had a student who would go to this school once a week. She would get all of her instruction, all of her academic lesson plans, resources, books, bring them home, and she would come to me the rest of the week. Now, why did she go there once a week instead of to me every other day? And I'll tell you why. I didn't have anyone else in her grade level. And she was a higher student in middle school, and I didn't have any other middle schoolers. And so I knew that that was going to be out of my realm. That was going to be out of my scope and sequence. So I partnered with this parent and with this school and said, listen, these parents really want this type of learning environment for their child. When this child comes to you, he or she will need additional support. The parents are working full time, but they believe in this and they love this. And this child needs to be socializing around her own age group. And we created a partnership and the child would go there once a week. And then the child would come to me the remainder of the week. And I would just follow suit with the lesson plans and the curriculum. And then the parents ultimately were held responsible at the end of the day to check over the work and to make sure that everything was completed because they were the ones who were responsible for communicating back and forth with the school. I was just there as a tutor support. So be thinking of these other establishments. Maybe there are other areas in your city that are providing services that are similar to yours that you can create a partnership with. Hey, listen, if you have a student who comes here once a week or twice a week, could I piggyback off of what you're already doing? Can we create some type of alliance with one another? And there you will be able to expand your niche and your services to multiple families. Becoming a parent partnership just allows you to expand your expertise, help provide guidance, and just allowing an opportunity for children to come to an affordable flexible option. It's not always one-on-one. It can be three to four hours. It doesn't have to be full-time, but you'll definitely want to think about the services that you provide and think about how you can widen the market a little bit. You may need to structure specific time blocks and 
maybe even include a tutor to work within your model if you're a parent or if you are a parent and you have certain questions about the criteria that these parents are asking you for, really question whether or not you have the capacity to serve these families and to serve them well. I hope that this podcast has found you inspired and I look forward to sharing more with you. Next podcast episode is going to come up with a really great idea that's going to spark your interest a little bit more. So hang on tight. And as you're waiting, please make sure you go to our Facebook group. It's Start Your Micro School or Homeschooling Business in Facebook, T-L-Y-L-S, Teacher Let Your Light Shine podcast. So just type in Start Your Micro School or Homeschooling Business in Facebook and boom, there we are. Can't wait to see you there. Hey, hey, teacher friend. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. I pray it inspired you, touched you, or challenged you in some way because we are making big shifts and using our teaching gifts for God's glory like never before. I'm so grateful for you. The number one way you can support this show is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts and also share this with another teacher. Come join me in the Virtual Teachers Lounge, known as the Teacher Let Your Light Shine Facebook group. Until next time, keep shining your teacher light. The world needs you.